0: Hey, so today's guest has a record of six and one. She's an atom weight fighting at 105 pounds. She has a fight coming up uh, on Invicta uh, 30 on July 21st. She'll be fighting against um, Jin Yu Fry, um, And she is also uh, last year's 2017 Nordic Female Fighter of the Year. I'd like to welcome to the show Mina, Brutsku, Brusinder. Hey, hey, hey! This is Evolve WMMA, and I'm your host, Shelley Devine. Well, welcome, Mina. Hi.
1: It looks like you have a beautiful day behind you. Yes, it's beautiful, sunny summer day over here in Finland.
0: Oh, it looks gorgeous. It's it's really hot here. I'm I'm indoors in air conditioning because it's so hot. I figured I might be I, I I'll probably be pouring sweat if I was sitting. Outside. <laughs> Are you just coming from the gym
1: or? Uh, yeah, actually, well, I ended my training an hour ago, maybe two hours ago. Yeah, two hours ago. So, yeah, been been relaxed, like been relaxing a bit after that. Ah, uh, that's right. It's the end of the day for you.
0: You're you're. Yeah. I'm I'm back here. It's noon time, and you're about seven p.m. Yes. Cool. Cool. So you have um, a big fight coming up uh, in July next month, or in in twenty some odd days, and yeah. um, you must three weeks left. Yes. You must be really excited because it's a title fight.
1: Yes, it is. I'm excited. Three weeks left. Um, I love the hard training before all the fights and all the uh, camps for the fights, and I love this situation when I'm just just going towards the fight that is coming up. But well, at the same time, I would really like to be there already. I'm I'm feeling so anxious for getting to step inside the cage. So. I really need to hold back a little bit for me to wait three weeks, but yes, I'm excited. You're a very active fighter. Last year, you had four
0: fights. Last year, some fighters don't even get that opportunity. Um, I know your your opponent, um, uh, Jin Yu Fry, for you know this upcoming fight. Um, she's coming off of a loss, and and um, she's. Um, you know, uh, kind of have hasn't had too many fights in the last maybe two years. So, um, do you think that will play a role in in um, in this fight coming up?
1: Actually, I don't think it plays that big big of a role for our fight because she's experienced. She's extremely experienced, and she has fought against the tough girls already. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's any difference if she's coming out from a loss, or if she were the title title uh, title holder already. I don't think there's any any difference in that. I know she's experienced, so she will have her game on when when the fight's about to start.
0: When it comes, cool. Um, so I, I'd like my, my listeners to, to learn a little bit more of your background, because this is probably the first time they're maybe hearing about you and who you are. Yeah. So could you give us a little, um, you know, like a little bio, a quick little, you know, who you are, how you got into MMA, um, you know, what you do outside of, you know, your training. I, I know you're a mom. So maybe a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I'm mom of two, my son is eight years old and my daughter is five years old. I actually start, started uh, training more MMA after I gave birth to my daughter. So it's been five years now, about five years that I've been training MMA. And uh, well, I started, uh, I had my first amateur fight back in 2014. And on 2015, I won the World Championships in Amateur MMA there in Las Vegas. Then I turned pro in October 2015. Now as a pro fighter, I'm six and one right now with my record. Mm-hmm. And yes, now challenging for the Wade Felton Invicta. It's so awesome. I know.
0: I looked at your record. I was like, wow, she you had an undefeated amateur um Uh, career and then now you you have a six and one which is is an excellent you know record and you have one loss and um, from what I understand it was it was last was it last year you had that loss against
1: um, um, Surikanda in Pankara yeah it was a strawweight fight and now she's fighting at the strawweight division in UFC so
0: yeah oh wow And, um, would you like to have a rematch with her to, you know, at some point?
1: I don't know. Somebody just asked me about that same thing. And I was like, well, that's pretty nice idea. Well, uh, right now I'm not a strawweight fighter. I'm another weight fighter. So let's see, but it sounds pretty exciting. Yes. Yeah, because I
0: I did I I had chance to kind of take a look at that fight. It was a very it was a very um t- seemed to be a, a pretty balanced fight between the yeah. two. Of you. And um, did you break your hand or something during that fight? Yeah, I broke my hand on the first round. So oh, uh, because I yeah, I was like I I was looking for it. I was like, where did it happen? Because you never, I mean, I would have never known that you you broke your hand.
1: Yeah, it was it was just a little fracture, but I felt it. In the fir- after the first round, I told my corner man that I think I just broke my hand. And, yeah. And you had to keep... Yeah, it keep wasn't
0: it that big of a deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what got you um, involved in, in mixed martial arts? Um, how, did, how did that all occur? What, what sparked your interest? And how did you start training? Because, I mean, it's only been, what, five years?
1: Yeah, I wanted to stay fit. I wanted to get fit and stay fit. And actually, my husband told me that martial arts might do the trick <laughs> and, and I tried out m m a and yes, I liked what it did to my body and then I realized that i me I might be pretty good at this, so I wanted to start fighting as well uh, was it did you
0: fall in love with the sport or did you just- uh, yeah
1: totally <laughs> i I think I found my lifestyle
0: uh within m m a yeah. Did you ever expect that early on that this would be something that you would um do you know for a career?
1: Uh not really. Uh not really. It, it I have pretty much like grown into this whole thing. When I started in MMA and when I had my first amateur pouts, I never even thought about it if I was going to take pro fights or not. Mhm. So I'm, I'm pretty much like grown, I've, I've, I found my lifestyle within MMA and I've pretty much grown, uh, I have grown into being a professional fighter. <laughs> so
0: what is, what, prior to that, what did you do? What, uh, you know, what did you do, did you do, what did you do for work or uh, prior to having your children and, and um, getting married and all that, what, what were your aspirations prior to that?
1: Well, I worked at an insurance company. I have a bachelor's degree in mathematics from the uh, Helsinki University. Mm-hmm. So I think that the insurance company things would be for me. And yeah, I liked it that time. But uh, now that I have my life in MMA, I really know how it feels like to have my heart in what I'm doing. So this is this is, yeah, this is my... Lifestyle and uh, all the pieces are now like in the puzzle when I'm doing my MMA stuff.
0: Very cool. So you 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 discovered that you were an athlete in in yeah. martial arts. You discovered you were an athlete and you wanted to pursue that. That's what it sounds like to me. I'm just I'm just curious to to always know like um, uh, how women end up in something so. You know, um, raw and and challenging. And I mean, like mm-hmm. your your training sessions are, I'm sure, very challenging. And then you're getting into the cage, and you know, it's you know, you broke your hand. <laughs> you know, you're still in there, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go through this because I love it. So oh, wow. it's just very interesting how. You can have these same aspirations and these same feelings that even I'd say men do, and typically aren't what women are supposed to, you know, feel like or do. Did you get any flack for like changing like kind of careers within your maybe your family, your immediate family, or
1: friends? Did you lose
0: any friends along the way that said you're
1: nuts or what? (laughs) No, I was. I was actually staying at home with my kids when I started in MMA. So I think that's a huge reason why we have such a great balance with my family life and my MMA training and fighting. Mm -hmm. And uh, every now and then I'm thinking that I'm not really in the same position in life than all the others are. So if if I'm looking at all the others who have eight and five-year-old children, they're not really well they are not athletes most of them mm-hmm. so they have their daily job and their daily routines are totally different than mine mm-hmm. so uh, i'm i'm feeling kind of an odd one out but this is how i like i want to live my life so i love it that's cool
0: so do you, do you feel like you miss out on anything like as you're raising your children too like i'm they're, they're young still right you have um Uh, Yeah, eight and five. So there's still young people like you miss out on any of um, those things or you're treated differently um, with other other moms, like when you're taking your kids to the school or anything like that. Are you treated in, in any way
1: different? Actually, I feel like I have so much more time now to be with my kids and brain at the same time. I have uh well the younger one is with me when i'm tra- having my morning trainings a couple of times a week she's there with me, so actually, I think I get to spend more time with them now that I'm an athlete than if i was if I were having some regular career wow. a <laughs> nice. normal daytime job so mm-hmm. I think it's nice uh well, I get some looks when I'm all bruised up when I'm going to school or other parents' <laughs> meetings but People usually know what I'm doing, so Yeah, they don't
0: they don't think that you're a battered mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but they must have at first they probably were like, Whoa, if if you know coming in a little bit, they might have thought, Oh, what's going on here? Maybe a little bit. But um uh, how does, how do you, um, how do you and your husband financially support yourselves? Cause you mentioned that he's into it too. Uh, do you own a gym or does he do something else? Or are you supplementing your income some other way? Um, bec- although you did have four fights last year, so you must've done pretty well financially.
1: Uh, well, my husband is a nurse as well. So he has his daytime, the daytime job. Mm-hmm. And he's actually the one supporting the whole family mm-hmm. really mostly so he he's yeah he's into m m a as well he's an amateur fighter, and well i 'm taking all the time in our family to train for myself, mm-hmm. so he's not uh that much getting that much training nowadays when i 'm training at this level mm-hmm. and having the title fight coming up so when there's training at our gym, I'm going there. And he gets there when he gets his chances. Mm. But we also have, of course, uh, our children's grandmothers. So my mom, my husband's mom, my husband's dad, they are great. They are taking care of the kids when we both want to train. And, but yeah, financially, it's mostly my husband supporting the whole family right now.
0: That's wonderful. You're blessed that you have that support, you know, and, and the family support too to help with the kids and stuff because that's a big, that's a, you know, it's a lot of work um, being a mom. And, yeah. You know, it's 24-7 and you need family. Yeah, it's
1: awesome. And, yes, I'm the one basically who's running uh, the everyday life in my family because my husband's working, of course. Mm-hmm. But still, I we have the grandmothers here for us. So when I'm heading to Kansas City for my fight and I have to take over a week off from my daily life, mm-hmm. I know that everything will be taken care of with the grandmothers.
0: That's awesome. That's really nice. So then you, you have peace of mind when, when you're away uh, during your fight week. Your, your yeah, thing. That's awesome. And your husband sounds like he's really super supportive too. That's awesome.
1: Yes, he is. I, I really couldn't do this if my husband wasn't that supportive and if he really didn't understand the sports mm. at all, what I'm doing. So, yes.
0: Now, do your kids uh, train too or um, are they still, are they into it or no? <laughs>
1: uh, not really. My son is playing, playing ice hockey and my daughter is ballet dancing. So, uh-huh. they're not into martial arts, no.
0: Wow, so that's a big time commitment
1: for you too to take them to hockey's like a huge... like Yeah, but it's it's so great that Mm -hmm. our son loves his hockey. He loves to talk about hockey so much because I'm doing MMA. My husband likes to do MMA. He's a huge MMA fan. So it's great that we have somebody talking about ice hockey in the family.
0: (laughs) Keeping it balanced. Yeah. And having some... That's awesome. And your daughter does ballet. Now, can you use any of her, like, training for your martial arts for balance or some sort of coordination? Because ballet, I know football players used to, you know, take take that for
1: their jumping or their, you know. <laughs> can you apply? Actually, to? I should. I should. My coaches have been telling me for a few years now that I should go to dancing lessons. And I've been really thinking about joining to my – daughters the ballet school as well so it would do great things for my martial arts as well i know yeah they, they just adds like a different
0: um dynamic of wherever you might be uh maybe not moving in a certain way it'll strengthen those those um you may be quick twitching muscles in a different way or something i don't know um but that's pretty neat that your kids are involved in other sports because i know i i had spoken to um couple other moms, the fighters and, uh, athletes and their kids are very involved in, in martial arts too, which I, I find fascinating that it's like sometimes a a whole family affair, you know? Um, when your kids, um, are they allowed to watch you fight or, or do they see you fight and how do you handle that?
1: Uh, well, they've seen the videos of my fights. They they aren't allowed to watch them live. So if my husband's watching my fight and they are awake, of course there's huge time difference still states. Uh, so they can watch me getting inside the cage, and all the announcements. But then they're gonna hang out with grandmothers the time that I'm really fighting, because of course if anything can happen out there. So. And I want to watch my fight first uh, myself, mm-hmm. and then if the kids want to see my my fight, they will watch it with me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if you you've been the one doing a lot of the grounding and pounding and <laughs> knockouts and stuff, so that's great. But I I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, I know when I've seen my kids. You know, um, earlier on, now it doesn't bother me so much. But when they were competing, I, as a mom, I was like, "Oh my god!" I can't yeah. And so I, I can't imagine being a, you know, a child watching their mom, and God forbid, you know, they get knocked you get knocked out or something like that. It's like, oh wow, that that would be somewhat traumatic for a young
1: kid to see that happen to a, to. Their- yeah, totally. And even if uh, when I see somebody being totally knocked out, it. Uh, something moves in my soul as well. Even, even though I know the sports and even though I didn't even know the fighters, mm-hmm. it's still, it looks kind of rough. It kind looks so, so rough out there. So that's why they're not watching it live. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's I, I yeah, I, I feel it too. I'm like, everybody does that. Although I love to watch it. I'm like, ugh, you know, I just want to make sure that they get up and everything's okay. And then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, um, in, uh, you you, you, belong to a gym in, in Finland. It's Finland, right? Yeah. yeah. My books, I'm like, oh, yes. I've been talking to people all over the world lately. and I'm like, which country <laughs> am I going to? <laughs> like, oh man. But, um, so you're, you're at Fin fighters gym and yes, you've, correct. Been, is it been the same gym that you've been training at for the last five years? You attribute to yes.
1: your Yes. Yes, I started out at Finn Gym, and there I still am, yes.
0: Awesome. And uh, your coaches and training partners, do you have female training partners or male training partners?
1: Well, actually, right now we have a great bunch of girls, uh, especially in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and grappling, a huge amount of girls to train with. And, well, yeah, we have, of course, there's so many guys that do MMA in my gym, mm-hmm. and of course, I love to train with those youngsters, so when we have new guys coming up, they're 16, 17, all the way when they turn about 20, then they're starting to, do like, building up and becoming a man, mm-hmm. so, uh, but when they're, yeah, youngsters, teenager, teenager guys, they are pretty good to train with for a female, a uh, small female fighter like me, yeah. Um,
0: d what are the differences that you notice between training with um, your your female um, uh, partners as opposed to your male or vice versa? What What are the benefits you get from both? Like, you know, training with the women or training with the men. What are the benefits that you receive from both either or? Uh,
1: yeah, when I'm training with guys, it's pretty nice when I know that I'm the weaker one. So I can't really go really out there. And I just don't have to think about it if I'm going too rough or anything. Because uh, the the guy is usually bigger than me. And for sure, they're stronger than me physically. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's nice to just do my thing when I'm training and not have to worry about if somebody, uh, how does it feel to the other one. Mm -hmm. So with the girls every now and then of course i'm not the smallest one at my, at my gym and there are newer girls as well as well so i could be the stronger one when i'm rolling with girls mm-hmm. so it's every now and then i have to take it into considerations but of course it's so great to have so many female uh, training partners because it's of course it's totally different physically when you're a man or you're a woman so that's basically why I started, uh, why I wanted to take my first amateur fights, because back, uh, back at 2014,, 13, 13, 14, I was basically the only girl doing MMA in my gym. Mm-hmm. So of course, I got pretty beaten up in every training, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to see how would it be like to fight another girl who's pretty much my size. So that's pretty much why I even started fighting as an amateur. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's interesting. I yeah, you wanted to compete and see. Okay, how do these skills work against yeah. another woman? And you know, and, and testing yourself. You know, am I actually any good at this? Because it is hard to determine whether or not. I know. I I did, when I started in martial arts, um, there was very few women training at the time. I. I and and now there's so many more, especially in MMA, but when I first stepped foot into a Muay Thai kickboxing gym, there was only, I think, there was only one other woman in my class and she was never, she wasn't usually there when I was there. Yeah. You know? And so, it, it, you know, you're always training with men and you're like, oh, how do I, how do I know if if I am any good, you know, unless a yeah. female comes in. So that's good. So now you have more women in your gym though.
1: Yeah, I have. Yeah but we we have great uh great uh, well uh, we have to go, uh, blah, 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 blah. i don't know what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> That's okay I get like that too I'm like oh no I got to
0: come up with another question <laughs> <laughs> I, I had some
1: idea it just just went away sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's okay You um uh, <laughs> last year you you won uh, Nordic uh female fighter of the year because you had yeah. You had four fights last year. Yes, not it? That's amazing, and you won all of them. Or no, I had that
1: one loss. One loss. Yeah, in February, yes.
0: Yeah, w- yeah, <laughs> against, um, against. Uh, Sorry, uh, Col- yes, good. Yeah, but um,
1: wow, that's an honor, huh? Yeah, it is. We do have in Scandinavia. We do have Panierki uh, Ansat and Sunna. Uh, Sunna so Tsunami, what's her uh, family name? David Stotter, I think. A strawweight fighter in Invicta uh, still. Uh-huh. So yeah, we have in Nordic countries, we have UFC fighters and Invicta fighters in female fighters as well. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, you guys, um, I think, I don't know if I heard this in
0: an interview that you gave or not, but you were saying that... um, m- women in your country don't have to deal with um maybe um so much some in inequality you know yeah so, uh, yeah and and uh you're very um your relationships with men are very balanced if you want to do something that's you know more of a perceived masculine type of um career which you kind of are <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it's all cool and it's okay yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Finland is one of the leading countries in equality. We've been like that for decades already. So it's not really that big of a deal if a woman wants to do some, take some masculine job.
0: Yeah. Do you find that the pay, like say if you were, you know, a nurse, would the pay be the same as what your husband's making or, or in, in, you know, some other career? Does that... I, I can't think of other careers right now of, you know, in your country that the pay scale would be the same that, you know, for somebody coming into maybe even an entry level job or something like that. Would you say that it's the same or?
1: Well, actually, I think it's pretty even. They are constantly talking about how women don't make uh, as, as much money as men do. men do. But I think it's pretty equal as well. Mm -hmm. like and if of course if we're comparing to other countries in the world uh it's extremely equal yeah yeah because i mean i mean even
0: for female fighters i mean there's um you you guys the women aren't making as much as say the men are and it depends on if you're going to make any money is how uh verbal you are out there how you put on a little bit of a show how comfortable you with that like you know being in the limelight and and uh you know talking on camera or having your picture taken or especially with Invicta because they really do um give you a little bit more than maybe some of the other promotion companies you know they'll probably take some nice photos of you that you can post on other mm-hmm. you know platform other you know your website or whatever do you
1: find that there's a difference there or Well, I like to talk about myself, of course. I think everybody loves to talk about themselves, so I like to talk about myself. Uh, It's great to have the interest from you guys to Mm -hmm. have these interviews, Uh, but, well, I'm in mixed martial arts because I love to train and I love to fight. And, for example, at the Amateur World Championships back in 2015 in Las Vegas, when they kept asking me, how do I like about Las Vegas? Uh, I didn't really even have an opinion on that. So I just told them that, I don't know, I just came here to fight. So that's pretty much my focus. I love to fight. I love to train. But yeah, it's nice to have people asking me about myself because I love to talk about myself.
0: I think most people do, but sometimes I'm yeah. not willing to admit it. I like the fact that you admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's adorable. I think it's great. And I think all women should. Um, were you ever um, a women's fighter kind of fan? Did you ever have any favorite female fighters prior to even getting into, you know, uh, competing yourself that you admired or that you looked up to?
1: Uh, well, actually, we do have a former Invicta strawweight champion, Katja Gangamba, from Finland. So, of course, she's been a huge inspiration for me. And it's great that in Invicta, uh, the guys in Invicta and girls in Invicta have pretty much uh, stayed the same for these past few years. So they really still remember Katya. So it's really nice to come there where katya has been just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Nice.
0: Um... What, what goals um, do you have for the next maybe three years, personal and business-wise? Um,
1: I want to fight. I want to stay as a professional fighter at world top level with, within our tiny, tiny girls, mm-hmm. tiny ladies fighting. So of course I want to keep up with my MMA and my professional career mm-hmm. uh, three years. Yeah, I'm not even 30 yet. So yes, I'm going to stay with MMA and be a professional fighter of course I'm planning on winning the belt uh, in three weeks mm-hmm. and then I'm planning on keeping keep hold on it <laughs> so let's see uh, it's great I know that in, in Victor when I'm when I'm gonna be the, the holder of their atom weight belt I know that they have the competition coming up there as well. Mm-hmm. So it's great to know that I get to fight against the best girls in the world now that I really am an Invicta, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, what do you think of, you know, some of the other weight classes where with Invicta they they um, vacate their titles and they move up to the UFC for, you know, maybe a title shot or a shot at, you know, the next – You know, level. What do you think of that as a career path for yourself?
1: Um, I don't uh, actually. I think I'm pretty big uh, to be an atom weight. So of course we are all constantly talking with my coaches about me fighting in atom weight or maybe in straw weight. So actually, that other uh, Hamasaki Mm -hmm. who now who used to have the belt. And is now fighting a little in a little bit higher uh, weight classes uh, actually I totally understand her mm-hmm. and but i don 't really know it seems to be a bit too too far away to th- think about right now yeah
0: yeah, too far ahead then okay yeah. so that's okay that 's over that's that's you know you're you're focused in in what is necessary and what you need to do right now, which makes complete sense, especially with this fight coming up and um with um uh Jin you fry um when you when you've seen her fight i mean you must be what what how do you think you're gonna well i guess i don't want to get into your game plan or whatever but when when you're approaching this fight how do you
1: see yourself i mean what do you think her game's going to be i guess um well i know that's uh she's a left-handed mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm right-handed so that's one point to take into consideration. But uh, I know it's a bit cliche, but I'm mostly focusing on my on my own uh, game when I'm there in the cage. Mm-hmm. So, but I really think that this is a great matchup from Inivicta mm-hmm. uh, and it's totally logical for them to put up the belt as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to have a great fight, of course. But yeah, I haven't myself uh, gotten so into in, the, in the phrase uh fighting style or anything. Mm-hmm. So of course, my coaches have watched through her, and they they keep telling me what to do. But I'm mostly focusing on my own own work. Mm-hmm. Cool, that's good. That's 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 wise,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's very wise. Um, can you share a personal habit or a daily routine that contributes to your success?
1: Uh, well, we we just talk about my husband and my family and all of that, and I really think that this whole um, athlete thing for, thing for me is uh, it's a lifestyle. So I don't really have to even do any uh, decisions on what I'm going to do. It's more of a lifestyle, and everything just rolls as it is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had an aha moment
0: during your, your uh, martial arts your the journey of your martial arts career? Like something that just kind of went, oh wow! I just
1: yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I think it was back in two thousand fifteen, around the time I turned pro, and I was driving to my gym uh, from the second second time that day. And it just hit me that I have never even I I don't have to make uh, uh, I don't have to even consider that if I'm going to training or not. So that was the time when I really realized that I might I might have I might have that something uh, to make this really work. And even when I had been an an amateur fighter. And I haven't even uh, kind of even thought about going pro. It has still been uh, uh, like a lifestyle for me. So when I wake up and I have my morning training, I'm going to train. It's not like I've been thinking that uh, should I go to training or not? or Am I too tired or not? So I've always been training like it was my job, even when it wasn't.
0: Um, can you tell us or sh- uh, tell a story or share a story about your journey where you experienced some form of failure and what you learned from it?
1: Uh, actually, I think uh, well I, ha- I have had pretty easy life. <laughs> just to be honest, there no, haven't been such uh, so like tremendous things in my life that would have been such a huge failure or else. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great. I have a great mental coach right now, a psychologist Jana Plum from Mielema here in Helsinki, Finland. And it's, it's great to have those dogs with her to understand myself so much better. So I really think that that's one thing that gives me this, that strength that if there's failure coming up, it's not really uh, that huge deal for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. So, um, who would you say has played a meaningful role in your life's journey and in influenced you in a positive way?
1: Uh, well, my husband, hands down, my husband. He's the one who introduced me to martial arts in general. I hadn't had any martial arts before I started in MMA, and really, I really need. I just wanted to find some way to. Uh, get fit and stay fit and he introduced me to Miss Martial Arts and here I am and of course I couldn't do this without my husband's support Uh, of course mentally he's there for me and like we just talked he's financially uh, supporting my family as well so my husband has been a huge influence in this whole thing and if I if I didn't have his support here I couldn't really do this.
0: Yeah, I I could see that being a mom and yeah, t- t- yeah, trying to manage all that that would be crazy like just a huge effort. So what is it about your husband that would say, "Honey, I think you'd be really great at that." Why would he think that? That you like that? <laughs> You I, I I gotta dig a little deeper here, I'm
1: sorry. Actually, actually, I, I never thought about fighting when I started martial arts. Yeah. I, I wanted to get fit and he knew that it would be a great training if somebody wants to get fit. Yeah. So then I just got pretty much into it. <laughs> did you spiral all with him at all and just like... Uh, We've been trying to spar, some boxing a couple of times, but it's not working. It's not <laughs> fair. He doesn't really want to hit me, even if it was a, a, a sparring. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he really, he doesn't want to hit me. So we big can grapple, we can do some ju ju together, uh-huh. but no. <laughs> Is he much bigger than you? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. 20, 30, 30 kilos, yeah. yeah. There's a, bit, a tiny difference. But yeah, there's the same size guys in my gym who I do train with. So it's not about the size. It's just, no, it's not working for us. And of course, also, uh, some of my family members uh, asked me when I was starting out if he's coaching me. Mm. And no, no, he's not. I have my coaches and I have my husband who's there to support me but it wouldn't work with us, no.
0: That's good. You keep both separate then. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, what What has been the greatest challenge uh, when dealing with maybe fear, and how do you overcome it?
1: Mm, I don't know. I just mentioned my mental coach, mm. and I think that when I have her here with me. Uh, coaching me and helping me to get to know myself better. So that's a huge asset for me. And I think that I don't really have to go so deep with any fear or other uh, bad motions now that I know myself better and I know how to handle those things before they get too big.
0: Yeah. Like say aggression or anger or uh, what would grief loss any mm-hmm. of those any of those emotions come up uh, pre-fight or Or after or during like training any of that
1: Train, happen. Totally too uh, I I want to do so good in everything I do so I'm getting so easily frustrated in training and of course it's most if it's also emotionally hard this, to do MMA yeah so um yeah I do have those feelings of course but I don't know I I just I just feel so comfortable even with those harder feelings and I think it's mostly because I do have my mental coach uh who can help me to cope with them yeah
0: yeah manage them, manage them, and yeah. understand why you're you're feeling a certain way that's that's yeah you. i don't think I don't think too many i you're the first person that I've actually heard that has a mental coach really I think everybody
1: should have one
0: you're the first woman thing. that has actually even said that um that I've actually heard say that that they've had a mental coach to help them with their their maybe their fight camp or their training so that they yeah. can actually um, work through those those emotions. Um, yeah. Back here, I can remember years ago um, when there weren't very many women training. Women's MMA was just starting out. I mean, they were fighting in Japan. That's and it, it wasn't even heard of back here. There was only a handful of women that really knew about it and were training over in Japan or or f- actually fighting over in Japan. So I can remember the guys at my gym saying. Uh, you know, uh, if a woman cried after her training session, yeah. they were like, oh, she's lacking some form of confidence. And, you know, years now later on, I'm like, no, it was just a hard session. It's just the way a woman
1: releases emotions. Like, you know, this- uh, that's one- just the way I release my stress and all. I'm always crying. Yeah. I was- today. Actually, before my physics training today, (laughs) I was crying because I just had some uh, huge increasement in stress level at that point. And well, it's pretty nice. My training partners, my coaches, they all know that it's just me. There's nothing wrong with me even when I'm crying. My coach or some training partner may ask me if I hurt myself. And when I answer them that no, I didn't, they just know that it's just me crying and um, I, I i I just deal with stuff uh by crying <laughs> yeah yeah, and i think I think
0: that's a that's a great way it's a, it's a normal way for women to release stress, and yeah. I think when it's seen um, it's mistaken for you know a lack of confidence or lack of something in, in the woman self esteem of some kind, but that isn't generally the case and i don't think um, men and women, I don't think actually realize that. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a release. It's a release of stress.
1: Yeah, that's, that's how true. women, and
0: that's how women release it. That's it's, yeah. it's how we release it. Like if we, if we're, you know, just feeling a certain whatever because we just had a hard workout and we're just like exhausted. Yeah, like, I'm
1: just tired. I just, <laughs> I just feel like crying, and then I just cry.
0: Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, now I feel fine. I'm like, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Totally. I really think that's how it is. I don't, I mean, but I don't hear very, very many women kind of, um, maybe they, they don't realize that. And then they, they start to second guess themselves. So to hear it from, from someone like yourself, (laughs) that's, that's actually a huge thing. And women will be like, Oh, okay. So I am okay and
1: i don't yeah, i do cry i do cry a lot yeah
0: yeah well that's good to know so that helps you then it does help you and then you release. and you release everything and you leave it there whatever is you know yeah. on, it's there it's left in the moment you release it totally. cool um what are three a, a few things that you do that are so essential to your success of leading and empowered, and you're leading a very winning. You, you know, right now you're 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 like you know kicking ass. So, um, what what do you find that's really essential for you to do to keep that going? Um,
1: well, it's a lifestyle. Like I told uh, in the beginning, I really find the lifestyle that suits me the best in martial arts, mixed martial arts, and the fact that I'm now an athlete. That really like fulfills me and my life, totally. So uh, it's pretty hard to have to name any any singular things uh, in my life, uh, either leading up to this or keeping me up to this or what I'm really even getting out of it. It's it's so much like a lifestyle for me. Yeah. Nice.
0: And could you share um, a story when you might have felt um, inadequate or you were told no, because you were a woman? And then
1: how did you handle that? Mm, Actually, like I said, uh, I I do live in Finland. I was raised in Finland. I was born in Finland. I've been here my whole life and we are so equal uh, as a country. And we've been like that for decades already. And actually, even even though I might have heard some someone saying that I couldn't do something because I'm a girl, uh, I I don't really care. You don't like <laughs> don't really care to. If somebody? Yeah, it doesn't really matter if somebody tells me I can't do something because I'm a lady or uh, because I'm too tall or too short or too too skinny or anything. Uh, if I if I if I have my mind. On something, I'm just gonna stick with it. I don't really care. And uh, well, I'm sure that somebody might have said to me that I can't do something because I'm a woman. But uh, I just don't care. I don't even remember those.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't register. It sounds like it doesn't register yeah. at all. That's that's great. Um, so, um, what's been the best day of your life? <laughs>
1: Uh, my son and daughter when they were born. It was, that that was kind of a cliche, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. yeah. Um, what what uh, was maybe the worst day of your life? Uh, well, actually, uh, we don't really talk about it that much. But actually, when my son was born, uh, it didn't didn't really go that smoothly and easily, and there was couple some hours. Uh, right after labor, that I didn't really know what's happening. How is he doing? Is he okay? Is, is he if if he's even alive? So that was pretty rough moment in my life. So I think pretty much like after that, everything feels so much smoother. Yeah, that's. And scary. of course, after that, he's he's totally fine. He's totally normal, uh, growing up like a regular eight-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, actually, that didn't really affect you anything, but there was that uh, rough moment in my life that I had to deal with, and me and my husband had to deal with it together. Mm-hmm. So after that, really, uh, I think that might be one thing why there's not that much those fear and other uh, horrible feelings in my life, because I had to experience something uh, so awful at that point. Mm-hmm. So after that, nothing really, really feels that bad anymore. Wow. Wow.
0: Well, I'm glad your son's okay. And I'm glad you guys came through that. All yeah, right. you know, that's, that's very scary too. Like if, if, um you know, something happens to your child and you, you, yeah, I, I'm like, I have two kids, so I, I can empathize as uh, I'm sure many of our listeners could empathize with that for sure. It's, it definitely gets to be, you know, uh, when something happens to our children. <laughs> Uh, what would be um, what would what would people be surprised to know about you that they don't know about you? Mm,
1: maybe that's how much I really cry at trainings <laughs> and everywhere <laughs> because yeah, I cry a lot. I'm so frustrated at trainings, and my husband someone sometime he thought uh, he was thinking about uh, video shooting live doing some tiny live broadcast in periscope or something uh, about my training but <laughs> many that no, no it doesn't really suit that thing that people think that Prutsku is about so I'm, I'm so frustrated at the gym I cry a lot and <laughs> I think that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you're 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 a tiny woman, and you're like doing big, huge things,
1: and it's hard. <laughs> Why did you cry? <laughs> you know. Uh, but there's yeah, there's so many uh, emotions. Of course, it's uh, physically so rough. It's emotionally so rough. Uh, all this. Uh, athlete's lifestyle. I love the athlete's lifestyle, but of course, it's so hard. So there's so much emotions that just come out for me by crying.
0: Do you find that you're a perfectionist? Is that why you cry?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. I try to tone it tone it down a little bit. My coaches are toning it down a little bit as well <laughs> on a daily basis. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, So, uh, I guess my next question, well actually, would you like to give a shout out to anybody or like a little infomercial or commercial about yourself or, um, all of that plus give a little shout out to your next opponent, you know, coming up for your, your Invicta FC, uh, championship fight, title
1: fight against, um, Jin Yu Fry. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, actually, the biggest shout out must go to my gym, uh, Fire's gym. I have there, I have two awesome coaches, Sami Sakko and Alexi Kainulainen, who's been there my whole career. And my physique coach, Ville Rindala and I just told about you, about my mental coach, Jana Bloom. Uh They are doing so much for me and for my career. And I have a gym filled with training partners. So that's, that's extremely crucial. Of course, I'm there, I'm stepping inside the cage all by myself. But I couldn't do this thing without uh, everybody around me. So that's awesome. And well, about the upcoming fight, like I told you, uh, I, I think it's a great, uh, great fight from Invicta to really draw up together. And I thought it totally makes sense to have the build online there. So uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a great fight with you there at 21st July.
0: Excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I'm sure our listeners are too. I want to thank you again for being on the show. It was really great to get to know you better. And I, I, I think um, uh, your fans will appreciate listening to this too. They get nice to hear from you and, and what your life is like. Uh, outside the gym as well as inside.
1: It was great to laugh about crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: So, thanks so much. Um, I'll look forward to watching the fight and, um, you know, hopefully having you on again.
1: Yeah. I'm sure we're going to deliver a, a great fight. Yeah. Thank you. Nina.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs> that was Mina Grusanda and she'll be fighting uh Yu Fry this coming July on the twenty-first in Kansas City, Missouri at Victa FC thirty for the title, the their Adam Waite title bout. So um, you guys want to tune in for that. It should be a great fight. And um, again, thank you to to, um, Nina for for coming on to the show. We'll look forward to seeing her um, this July. Maybe she'll be the new champion. If you like what you heard today and are eager to hear more, remember to subscribe or download on iTunes. Or better yet, give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And you can always check out my blog, EvolveWMMA.com, or simply follow us on Facebook.com backslash I Love WMMA. This is Shelly Devine. Until next time, thanks for listening.